This is the Be Somebody podcast. Be Somebody Billions. My name is Amadeo. I'm with my best friend Enrique. This is the beginning of something, something what? Something beautiful, something yes. exciting, something that we're passionate about, personally proud of. Been a little, little long time in the, in the making. Long time coming. Welcome to the Be Somebody podcast. Welcome to the Be Somebody podcast. Episode zero. Interlude. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to take a moment to thank everybody who took the chance to either click on, you know, the YouTube thumbnail or to click on the podcast itself, like whether it be on whatever kind of audio streaming service that you're using. This is, I'm a, I'm a little nervous, I, I gotta admit, like, I've never done anything like this before. And I've wanted, Dude, we're fine, we're fine. I know this we're is fine. This us, us having a good time, you know? I know we're fine. We're, this is it. we're just expressing our, our thoughts out there to the internet. Gosh, we all know how that sometimes works. Out. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, what is the Be Somebody podcast? I'm gonna do. Yeah, so that's definitely something that's obviously important to talk about. So, Be Somebody. Over the summer, this summer, two thousand nineteen, I came up with a little mantra that turned out to be a sort of very boiled down version of my personal philosophy, and those two words. I just well, it, it's, it's words. something that we've always talked about. Yeah. Since we were, all right, some, some back, <laughs> some backstory. Me and Amadeo have known each other since we were 12, 12 years old. I was 11. Yeah, I think you were okay, 12. I was you 12, were yeah. yeah so were. we were uh, middle school, middle, middle school, school pals. Seventh grade. Yes. So we've been friends since then. And I feel like this is something that we've kind of talked about and always really discussed about. Well, especially recently growing up. Yes. Kind of figuring out more about what we would like to do with our lives, mm-hmm. what we're interested in, what we're passionate about, to yes. use that word again. Mm-hmm. And so as I was saying earlier, over summer 2019, this summer, I boiled my philosophy down to two words, and that's simply be somebody. What does that mean to me? It is supposed to mean what you personally define it. So like you need to assign the meaning for yourself. I can assign that for you. To, to, to me, that means like I am always true to myself. I am always true to the things that I would love to do in my daily life. How I can commit myself to some sort of like, to be a little dramatic, I guess, a sacred cause. Something fulfilling, something to... Well, you're passionate about. Yes, about. what you're passionate about. <laughs> to be somebody, to yes. be... What does, what does that mean? It's just like, how can I impact my life? How can I impact the lives of my friends, my family, my community? And through time or with time, eventually make a significant difference on the world because that can, that can happen. Yes. You change how someone thinks, and, you know, they can change how other people think. It's just a whole network. It's like a, like a spider web, an infinitely expanding butterfly spider web. effect. Yes, butterfly effect. That's a much yeah. better way to put it. But why it's called Be Somebody Billions is that I guess the eventual goal is to, and I said that funny too, to have an effect on the world. Yeah. In one way or another. But it also entitles helping you find yourself. Exactly. Yes. Just because just like how we're talking about, I would say both of us were very much lost when we were younger. I'd say so. I also just wasn't really like thinking too hard about it. To be honest with you, like, dude, like, high school, sophomore year, junior year, yeah. I wasn't, did you, did you, I mean, like, you were so responsible and mature, like, even from a very young age, like, I feel Ooh, like you kind of had that. to be, I mean, like, 
I think yeah, you were. Yeah. You I had, mean, you yeah, had to work I, a lot. Was, you did your I homework. Was, I was, yeah. But to me, I, I, always, I, would say, I always thought he was the responsible. I would one. say I always, I always fit into. I looked at other people that were older than me, and I said, "They're doing that, so I have to get a job and do things, get a stable job because they, quote unquote, have it made." And so I kind of had to do that. But that, that, that leads into, like, my background and my history. <laughs> let's not go down there. We right don't have to go down right, right now, let's, let's highlight what Be Somebody Is. So it's a positive movement. It's a positive Overall, movement. It's a positive so the mission movement. statement, to reiterate it here on the podcast, for all those listening, is to... What is it? <laughs> I forgot my own mission statement. It's a little... Okay, to, here, I can pull it up right here. Right no, here. no, 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 no. To... Oh gosh, I'm embarrassing myself. Um, it's a podcast, and don't there is no embarrassing at and be somebody. I guess so. Just, That's just, just I, again. I'm just a little bit nervous. It's my first time doing anything like this. So all right, I'll go ahead and read the mission statement for Amadeo here. So the mission, please do to stimulate and support the self discovery of the individual, promote a network of enthusiasm, and impact the lives of those in our communities and, and of, of those, those we hold close. close. Yes. Yes. So, exactly. It is a positive movement. What does that mean? The network of enthusiasm, what that means as well is just like everybody, we need to support each other. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do with your life, I'm going to support you. Whatever I do with my life, I expect the same sort of support. And I don't expect the same sort of support, but just like being yeah, how exactly. close we are to each other, mm-hmm. how good of a friend that I consider you. It's just like whatever that you're going to do, I'm going to be behind you every step of the way. I'm going to want you to succeed. I mm-hmm. want to see you succeed. And I'm going to tell you if ever in like, Lord forbid that you kind of like step off the path for a bit, I'm going to like try yeah, to put you right exactly. back onto it because that's, what's always worth being mm-hmm. to me, being kind, being supportive, being enthusiastic, being someone that you would like to meet, you know, like would I like to meet myself if I, I wasn't so. myself? Yeah. I guess you should ask yourself that question. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I think that's an important thing to consider. And to be honest, yeah, I would. I would like to meet myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know it's a little funny, but... Yeah, yeah. Well, all right, to go back to track, I would say the Be Somebody podcast. Well, the Be Somebody, I would say, is kind of the movement we're trying to portray. Train of thought, get you thinking of this. But we're starting this by doing this podcast. Yes. So to achieve that, this podcast, we're just going to essentially discuss with one another the conversations we've always had like i said since we were 12 but out there spread it to everyone that's listening to get people thinking about this yes it's hopefully impact your life in mm-hmm. some positive way and no we are not messiahs i'm not yes. a prophet we yes. don't know the ultimate truth mm-hmm. what we are here simply to do is to figure things out to hopefully make you the listener feel like you're kind of listening on the conversation hanging out with us mm-hmm. it's just a casual thing it's making sense of the world around us in a positive light. Mm-hmm. Because I always feel better, better prepared, better in every aspect of my personal life if I am positive about something. Even if it's like I'm very anxious or I'm very nervous like this podcast, for example. Like I just got to be, I just got to, you know, relax. Yeah, we're, we're, Sit we're back, good. kick it. Good. I'm positive. This is going to be awesome. I'm really excited. And it's the first of many. Exactly. So thank you again to all. This yes. is the very first time, the however many you are. Mm-hmm. So it's those good. on YouTube it's, watching us it, right it's, now, it's, or <laughs> those in the car, those on your phone, whatever yeah. it is, mm-hmm. listening to our 
individual voices. Yeah, Thank so this is going to be a roller coaster. So I feel like with the podcast with Entitled, with we're 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 gonna we're gonna go everywhere. We're gonna go from deep conversations talking about things that we've experienced that have really, you know, either putting us in low points in life that we've kind of learned from, to funny stories from high school that learn that we high learned school, a lot. College or daily lives, something that just like everything, everything. Yeah. We're gonna talk about everything, the things we do every day. The things we did when we were 12, <laughs> things we did when we were freshmen in high school. And freshmen in yeah. college, too, like everything. Exactly. Because it's an important time, especially just like being young, 20-something. I'm, I'm 21 years old. Mm-hmm. You're 21 years old. It's, it's a monumental moment in our lives. This decade is so important to so many. Um, I think in general, too. Yeah. That might be, maybe I'm kind of overstepping, but mm-hmm. I think it is. Between twenty and thirty, like that's so significant, exactly. and I just 20. I just want to approach it in the best way possible, mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally, financially, physically, just be in the best shape that I can be. Yeah. In every sense of the word shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's essentially the entity of what be somebody is. What we're hoping to do. So first of all, Madeo, tell us about your life. Tell me about Let, that's such do, a broad question. Let's though, like, do a let's do a go ahead a Q and A popcorn one another, <laughs> so our viewers can get to know one another. If you're gonna be listening about our lives, about our opinions, I feel like y'all should yeah, know who y'all we are. should know y'all should who, know who we, we are, are got where an we idea. come from, what we're about, what we've seen because that that is true. Someone's upbringing, their yeah, environment exactly. does influence their experience. Mm-hmm. You're a product and of your environment. Yes, we are, and our environment happens to be. New Mexico. Yes. New Mexico is a very... The Wild West. <laughs> it's an interesting state to say yeah. the very, very least. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful state, I will say that, in certain places. It's very rural as well. And urban, we get a lot of... Um, we have a rainy season, you know. We got, we got the... What is it called? I mean, yeah, we have... Yes, we have four seasons, but... No, what's the... When it rains monsoon a lot. Season. Yeah, monsoon yeah, season. Yeah, monsoon season. But then it's and also summer. really hot, and then we get snow because we got the Rocky Mountains. Well, because Santa Fe gets, I think, at least like, mm-hmm. uh, this is estimating, but I think an average of 360, more or less, days of sunshine a year. Wow. Which is a, not 360 now, it's like 340-something. Mm-hmm. 360 is a lot. That'd be <laughs> paradise. <laughs> yeah. I do like a rainy day, though. Like, I'm never minded. Mm-hmm. Like, growing up as a kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel... I mean, I like cloudy days. You know? That's, I've always liked the cloudy days. You put on a hoodie, you know? Just Sunday, you relax. Bed, so you kind of, like, look outside yeah, the window, yeah. and you're like, like, this is nice. This mm-hmm. is this is relaxing. This is kind of... Yeah. This is what I need right now. You know, coming home from, like, the fifth grade and just, mm-hmm. like, playing some video games on, like, your exactly. PS2 or something. Playing Xbox <laughs> with what the boys. I was doing. Yeah, Xbox with the boys. Uh, circa 2009. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, whatever that was, yeah. Rest in peace to that era. Mm-hmm. All right, Madeo, so where, where are you from? I was born in Mexico. Okay. Well, I am Mexico. from León in oh. the Mexican state, from the Mexican state, mm-hmm. ugh, the Mexican state of Guanajuato. Mm-hmm. I moved to the United States when I was two years old. Okay. And I have lived in Santa Fe since then, 19 years later. Um, going currently going to school in Albuquerque. I will be a senior in two days. It's the days, first day of school, days. the 19th of August. <laughs> yeah, first day of senior year. First day of senior year at university, which is so... It's so bizarre. That's so weird, dude. It's last year of an era. You know, I got kind of sentimental last night because we were... Enrique and I were... We work for the university 
in some degree, to some degree. Yeah. And we're associated with this, what they call agencies, which are part of like the student government on campus. And so we, there was an event yesterday um, that is supposed to be intended for the freshmen, the incoming freshmen on campus. And uh, we were there for our agency. We we're just kind of like advertising what we're about and like handing out promotional materials and just trying to talk to whoever we can talk to. And at this event, they have like they have live DJ. They got all kinds of little games and prizes and a, like mm-hmm. tiny events, like a photo booth and all yeah. that kind of thing. And honestly, just looking around at those bright young faces. I know like <laughs> we're bright and young too, but just like just like seeing them like fresh yeah. out of high school, like. I wonder what they're going through. Like, they must have all those butterflies. I mean, we like, were there, yeah. We, we were, were there, there three like, years ago. Three years ago. Which, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, is not that long of a time. Yeah, but to yeah. me, it feels like a lifetime ago. Like, yeah. my fr- my first day of freshman year, as opposed to what I'm expecting my first day of, fre- of senior year to be like, like, not. Nah, it's Yeah, completely different. Night and day, black and white. Mm-hmm. So, I've definitely, I've definitely grown a lot mm-hmm. as an individual since then. Yeah. And, and your it, major has changed. What was your major when you started? I didn't have a major when I first started. Mm-hmm. I was undecided. And what are you I, now? I am business administration. Business administration. Marketing concentration. Ooh. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, like I was undecided for so long. You mm-hmm. knew that. And yeah. it seemed that you always kind of knew what you want to do. You were a film student. Kind uh, of film. Right? Know. Would yeah. you say that? Uh, I was engineering at first, remember? You were. Yeah, that's I was right. Engineering you, at first. Dude, you kicked your own ass like that. <laughs> <laughs> dude, all right, all right. We'll we'll get into that when, when I talk about stuff. That's but, okay. Okay, so what else do you do? What What are your hobbies? So I love to write. <laughs> kind of cliche question. <laughs> what are your hobbies? Well, the, what, are, what are your I passions? What are just, your passions? It's just for people to get to know. So what makes me mm-hmm. really want to wake up in the morning? What makes me excited for the future? What makes me exactly me? What defines me as a person? As somebody, I like to be somebody. <laughs> I love to write creatively yeah. and I love to design graphic design mm-hmm. graphics how long have you been doing graphic design posters. for? so when I was 15 just to tell this story for the rest of it because I know that you know this but when I was yeah. 15 I had the idea of beginning my own clothing brand mm. I don't know how the idea came into fruition exactly but I just remember like I feel like we were influenced by like off future were we? I feel like that would we make were. sense to me. Yeah, shout out Off Future. Yeah, Twenty thirteen. <laughs> if Off Future's never listening, yeah. <laughs> shout out Tyler. Yeah, Tyler, everybody. <laughs> of WGKTA, DJF. Shout out Monte. <laughs> <laughs> shout out the boys. <laughs> All of those people, but yeah, I was fifteen years old, mm-hmm. two thousand thirteen. Yeah, I was sitting at my computer and I opened Photoshop, and I'd been messing around for, for, with Photoshop for like a few. I would, I would say about a year, but not seriously. It was on and off. It yeah. was quite infrequent that I would open the app and kind of try to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But I do remember that night, I was at my old house in Santa Fe. And... Oh, we're from Santa Fe, by the way. <laughs> yes, we're from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Yes. That's where, I thought uh, I said that uh, earlier. Did I not? I don't, I, New Mexico. I, I don't remember. Oldest don't capital know. in the United States. So yeah, 400 years. That's all we're known for. Lots of, lots of things going on. 400 years. Just no, history. 400 plus years. Yeah, more than that. Yeah. The exact number. I mean, we could look it up, but I don't yeah, really want to look matter. it up. <laughs> so, yes. Excuse me. It was my first time that I really, like, seriously mm-hmm. fooled around with Photoshop. And I wasn't even really fooling around. I was just, like, trying to, excuse me again, I'm trying to figure out, like, my typography. Yeah, yeah. Like, my very first design. Do you remember? It was, like, blue. It just said Sunday. It was called Sunday Supply Company. Mm-hmm. It was a white font, like, Helvetica, like, rounded or something. I don't know. Sunday with an exclamation mark. And it had, like, a blue stroke around the lettering. 
And I showed it to my friends the next day at school. And it's like, like, dude, like, we can, like, maybe do something with this. Like, this is kind of cool. Because we all like to skate. We all mm-hmm. like to, like, be involved in that kind of culture. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, I was featured definitely. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. I, guess, I guess so. I guess so. And at 15 years old, like, even then, like, I got all my friends excited about it. Like, I got you into it. Like, yeah. everybody around me, I was like, you know what, guys? Like, we can totally come together, make a bunch of designs, do something dope. Mm-hmm. Just brainstorm, like bring in what you got and like we'll figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. And we made it work for like like a month or two, right? A month, yeah. I think it was like a month. <laughs> and we even opened like an opened up an online store. We had an Instagram page mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. And yeah, we, I still we, I still have a hoodie from Yeah. Yeah, it's Yeah, I got a hoodie too. And Yeah, dude, we made a hundred bucks. I don't remember what happened I don't I don't know what happened to the hundred bucks, but like we made a hundred bucks. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think uh, I think it went to like my grandma's savings account. Or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like we made a hundred bucks, and that was just yeah. a, that was a, like it. Obviously, of course, that's not successful at all. Mm-hmm. But to me, it was because no, I was yeah, fifteen, I mean, years, we were 15 old. years old. We were in high school. It's a lot of money. For we gotten people to talk about. It. We had like a hundred followers or more at the time, mm-hmm. and we were like making waves, however small they were, in Santa Fe. Yeah, like in the skate community. Mm-hmm. and that just so, meant so much to me. And so just from that experience, I decided, like, you know what, I want to keep doing this. I want to continue to learn design, and I've gotten pretty good, Yeah, I'd say, since then. Mm-hmm. And I have much more to go, and hopefully I can design for something in the future. What else do you do? You snowboard? Yes, I do. I'm asking this like I don't know. As the exact do question. Like, yes, I snowboard. I do winter sports. I snowboard. Okay, okay. Because we, we have skating. We have horses. about you? Well, you know a whole lot about um, But I mean, you can't ask me everything because like, there's not enough yeah. time for that. Plus, I don't think anybody wants to listen to that. I mean, this is, this is an introduction. This is episode zero. I guess so, yeah. This it is, is you, episode zero. This is for you to get to know us. Yes. Giving some background of who we are. That's the purpose. Okay, all right. All right, so... I'm Enrique. You're Enrique? Yes, I'm Enrique. <laughs> I was born in uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. Not Mexico, like, I'm a day over here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was born in Santa Fe, born and raised. Um, I lived for a period in Mexico when I was younger, before I started kindergarten. So that's why I have a, a slight accent. You so can no slightly hear. Well, yeah, because we're both born in Spanish. And, but yeah. I mean, like... Spanish was my first language. Mm. To all those people here in the United States, if you're from New Mexico, you have some Spanish, Hispanic <laughs> blood in there. You know, so I you know if you were from Spanish. here, if you if you were born here, maybe if your family has history to the state. But I mean, like a lot of people move in, dude. That's true. Especially now, but more but like most most, if you walk down the street, a lot of the people know a few words in Spanish or whatnot. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I would say it's very different than like you would say a, like Maine or somewhere like. <laughs> Washington, well, yeah. Portland. I mean, they're so they're so far north, and like mm-hmm. we we have a largely Hispanic population. I think majority Hispanic population. Yeah. In fact, I somebody can correct me on that. I'm whatever. Mm-hmm. But yes, if you've grown up here, you've more than likely taken a Spanish class or have learned Spanish words. A lot of people who have lived their entire lives here or have grown up with that Hispanic ethnic background, mm-hmm. you know, you grow up with like that accent. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that's you. But, but me specifically, like, Spanish was my first language. Mm-hmm. But I was very young when I began to learn English as well. 
SpongeBob taught me English. No, yeah, same. <laughs> I learned I learned uh, English from PBS cartoons. PBS Dragon Tales. Shout out Dragon Tales. Dragon Tales. Yeah, Dragon Tales. <laughs> Caillou. What else I, I only remember Dragon. Cyber, I I remember Cyber Chase. Do you remember Cyber Chase? No, I didn't have cable as a kid. So I only that was like PBS. PBS. That was PBS. Cyber, Cyber Chase? Chase. Oh, I Cyber, think I remember. Do you remember Cyber, Cyber Chase? Chase? Yeah, 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 it was yeah, like yeah. A, yeah. I think I remember. I remember <laughs> Cyber Chase. I can't remember anything specific about the yeah. show, but I like remember the title. No, yeah, I, I remember. Was like, it like a robotic parrot or some kind of bird, or like a backwards cab or something. Yeah, I remember. That. I very like fond, yeah. fond like visual memories Dude, of that. Dude, I remember that, that kind of thing. Yeah, being a kid. <laughs> all right back to so track anyways yeah topic. so i lived in mexico for a period of time um and then when i started kindergarten i went back to santa fe um because my parents obviously both our parents are from mexico um they came over here to santa fe give us a better life all that stuff uh went to elementary school and then i went to middle school and met Amadeo. then uh we were good friends, and I would say probably like, well, I we got really close like like freshman year. No, I would no. say I would say we were always pretty close. Well, I mean, in seventh grade, it was a little bit of a rocky start. I'd yeah. have to say. I'm no, no, to no. Admit, honestly, let's not talk about that. We don't really. have to. We don't have to go into detail about that because obviously this is a positive thing. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. Well, the, I mean, people change. We grow. That's the whole point. Here. We've grown. Yeah, yeah. We still have a lot of growing to do, obviously, mm-hmm. but we've oh, grown yeah. a whole lot since then. Mm-hmm. So in seventh grade, like. I think everybody was having a hard time back then, dude. Yeah. And you know what? That's I, f- actually I feel like we should save this for the next episode later where we're going to talk about high school in general. <laughs> just high school. The whole episode is just about high yeah, school. Agree. Yeah. Because we have a lot to talk about yeah, high yeah. school. Stay tuned for that. Okay. Just, like, All right. Back. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Just introductions. Uh, I'm Amadeo. Basic um, conversation. We're both in college. We were both from the same class. Class of 2016 from high school. And now we're going to be class of 2020 for college. Like we mentioned, I was engineering when I started. Because I thought that's what I should do because it seemed like a, you know, eligible career. Like, you should do this because there's there's jobs, there's a job market and whatnot. And I would say probably, it, for the high school we went to, there was a program called the Mentorship Program where we got paired up with, I guess you would say a mentor of something you were passionate what about. A mentor, what a mentor was is just like, so somebody who was a professional in a field of your interest mm-hmm. agreed to take you under their wing mm-hmm. for like a semester. Yeah, it was like and an after school activity. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I think we're like, well, it was up to you. To come yeah, up with yeah, schedule. it was after you, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. by the end of it, like you had to come up with a whole presentation, show everyone in the school what you've learned mm-hmm. exactly. in your time during your mentorship. And there were so many interesting mentorships. There were some... <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. No, no, because everything ev- was different. everyone, everyone, has everything passion. was different. They're, yeah, I personally wasn't interested in a few mentorships that were presented, mm-hmm. that were presented, and I was ecstatic about mm-hmm. others. Um, my mentorships were in photography and video editing. Mm-hmm. I think junior and senior year of high school. Do you remember my snowboard movie? Yeah, I remember that I performed at the Lensic. Yeah, <laughs> presented the Lensic is um a performing arts theater mm-hmm. in downtown Santa Fe. Pretty place. You've probably heard of it, maybe. Look it up. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, back to I did, I did. I did my membership in uh, rock climbing. Uh-huh. So then, like he mentioned, we you have an end-of-the-year presentation where you present in front of the whole school. And me and my friends that uh, we were doing it all together, we wanted to do video. So I was like, all right, cool, pretty straightforward. Let's record on the iPhone, load up iMovie, and edit something. And that was, like, the first time I was ever really challenged creatively. 
just because we went to, so the school we went to was a charter school, so from 7th to 12th grade, so we never really had, like, electives like that where, where, because our school was really small, so we didn't have, like, you know, like, the, I don't know. What would you say? Like, you know how, like, other schools usually have, like, well, a like lot of electives, like, our, our electives entitled, like, drawing, yeah. and that's about it, and, like, drawing? Yeah, remember our electives? We had, like, no options for electives. Anyways, the point was that that was the first the thing time. Because, well, like, instead of electives, we had clubs. Remember not that? even, not barely. But we met one, once a week. Anyways, the point was <laughs> that was the first time I was challenged um, creatively. And I sort of, like, I guess fell in love with the process of creating something. Something that I was proud of. And I was, and then, and then I did rock climbing again for another year. And then I did a, a, Dude, be, a better video. No, actually, you know what? I'm going to have to, no, I think I'm going to have to correct you. Because a lot of the classes at Monte like could be considered electives, because it was it was more like like media arts for example mass media, mm-hmm. remember that? But that wasn't even like that but was. But an elective, is just like something. But it was it's it like was either optional. it was either it's, it's something like that devised. Yeah, but we were required to take electives though. You can remember like on our de- on our it was like a degree plan for high school. We had to take certain yeah. electives, and all you could choose from was like mass media, drawing. No, you're right. You're right. And New okay. Mexico arts. Yeah, remember right. those three. Like, That's that right. Was it. Okay, actually, yeah. Yeah, okay. so, like, we didn't really have Thank options for to do much, correction. like, <laughs> much, like, and then, I don't know, since I, since Spanish is my first language, I never really found creatively, like, taking English. I would say Amadeo's definitely a, a, a very strong writer, and he really likes writing and whatnot, but I never, I always struggled grammatically and whatnot, and I think because of that, I was always being corrected, and I never really, like, fell in love with cr- being creative with that English, way. because you felt like you were being... Pushed down. Yeah, I felt like I was being more pushed down. Like where you were, where you lacked in your English ability. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, as I kind of like a, do you, do you feel like you were like rebelled? No, I, I would say I was rebelled. <laughs> I, I would just say that, <laughs> was like, that like, a stupid way to like put it? <laughs> I would try and then I would kind of be like, like, oh, this is bad, you know, in a sense. And then no one wants to hear like, oh, this is bad. But, what, do you mean? what do you mean? Well, because like grammatically it would be wrong. Spelling, like punctuations and stuff like that. Like I never really... Was so do that English in general? Yeah, I think a lot of people make the mistake, and I have noticed this: make the mistake mm-hmm. of not listening to what someone is saying, but rather listening to how they are saying it. Yeah, that's true. I feel like the more articulate, well spoken, and clear you are with your obviously mm-hmm. that that helps. But sometimes people like use that as a way to attack you very easily, mm-hmm. and to like especially if you're in an argument and you make some kind of grammatical mistake in the mm. way that you're speaking in your sentence they'll be like oh you just said something so stupid like your whole point is wrong you're an idiot mm. get out of my face you just like shot this whole thing down and that needs to stop yeah because I like i, I mean just... even, even now like even sometimes when i'm like talking to people and i like mispronounce a word sometimes like it still happens to me sometimes just because i speak spanish consistently daily when i talk to my parents and whatnot i like say i mean you'll probably hear me in the podcast i'll probably say a word wrong and, I mean, it's nothing bad when I have people, they just correct me with it. But, like, I've just, like, naturally grown up like that. I always kind of, like, double take and I'm like, ooh, like, don't mess up again. Like, have you felt, like, embarrassed? I would say I, I felt embarrassed sometimes. Like, yeah, I would say I felt embarrassed sometimes. Okay. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, even when I was in high school, like, I would say compared to my other peers that were also Spanish speakers, I always felt like I had a stronger suit of, in English than they did. But I remember I was always forced to take, like, ELL, which is... not actually, it's not ELL. ELA, English Language... Language. No, ELD, English Language Language Development. Development. So it would kind of be... 
um, like putting all the people that were Sp- Spanish speakers. I noticed for, that. Remember, I noticed you that. You remember that? Like I was essentially because, I mean, my name's Enrique. And my, I speak Spanish first. Like I was kind of, kind of put in that class. Like, all right, you're in here. Well, again, I would, at the risk of sounding a slightly offensive, I wouldn't say that Santa Fe is the most racially diverse mm-hmm. place. That's true. And I don't mean that in an offensive way at all whatsoever. But it is mostly just it's either white or Hispanic. Yeah. Mexican, mm-hmm. Latino, Latinx, whatever, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And yes, the ELD classes at Monte seem to comprise mostly. We're not bashing Monte. <laughs> huh? No, I, I just want to make the statement that we're not de- destroying the rep of Monte Vassal. No, not at all. Not at all. No, this, is, this isn't a shot at them yeah, at yeah, all, yeah, but yeah. it's just like. Okay. Yeah, just to make sure we're on the same page. <laughs> it's just like the, the, the school was, mm-hmm. had a large Hispanic population yeah. as well. Um, exactly Latino population as well and so in the English language development classes it was largely Hispanic students um yeah yeah I mean alright back to track what was I saying alright so yeah I was I mean, saying, what was the point what was the point of all this <laughs> anyways uh yeah I didn't take English so I started creating stuff by film and I came into college being an engineering major and I wanted to minor or my actually my first intention was to dual major in uh, both engineering and film. Then quickly realized no, that's crazy. People do that. That would be like eighteen credit hours every semester. Very difficult. And um, from my background, I've always had to work. So since I was fifteen years old, I've always had a job. Since now, and when I started college, every semester in college, I've worked two jobs. So I was like, that's not gonna happen. So then, I pestered it for a semester thinking about it. What do I really want to do with my life? And I remember having a lot of conversations with you, actually. People, family, and friends. I'm like, what should I do? And, um, yeah, I ultimately went to film. And well, I, I feel what like, was it that inspired you to go to film? I feel like just the idea of... Because you, you, I mean, you said you were always interested in film. I was always interested in film, but, like... Because I mean, I, you always hear that, those conversations that people say, oh, fine arts, you know? Like, fine arts always get a bad rep, like, <laughs> you know, like, oh, you're you're not going to make money. Like, like sculpting or Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Singing songs, composing music, whatever it is. Yeah, so that was always, because, like, <laughs> I'm, I would say that both of us are not, aren't in the luxury position where if college doesn't work out, we're kind of have, like, a, like a plan B, where, like, my whole life has kind of led to me being able to come to college. So yeah. I can't really, like, I wouldn't say throw away college, but, like, you know, do, like, something that, quote-unquote, people are saying that I'm not going to get the job with. Like, I kind of need to get a job after I graduate. Well, I feel like that's the kind of the case for a lot of people, if not everybody. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's true, that's true. I, I mean, like, that's the, that's the whole point. Like, you go to college to mm. learn something great yeah. and but to I, apply I feel that like, to the real I feel world. like the background of where I came from where my parents came here legally and they've always worked long nights like I I have very fond memories of hardly seeing my dad because he would always work so me and my sister could go to school to go to college to get a better a good job to like get better have a better life so I always felt like I can't like get a decent job like I have to get like I have to kill it you know yeah and um yeah, so that weighed on me always, so that I always kind of thought about that, I'm like, I can't, like, too much is riding on this, and so, um, 
I just I don't know, I just ended up switching to 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 film because I was having having those conversations with you with my family saying, um, you know like do something that you're passionate about like the money will come. I mean that that what's that quote by um, was it Alan Watts? Yeah, it's by Alan Watts. I think the money will come. <laughs> I don't know off the top of my head, but... I, well, no, he didn't say... He said forget the money. Yeah, forget the money. There he you go. He said forget the money. Because yeah, exactly. if you're only doing it for money, then you're lost. Exactly. That's not the point. Mm-hmm. Because money is so... It can be so temporary. Mm-hmm. It comes and it goes. Yeah, money does You need... To, what isn't temporary is that true passion, that exactly. drive that you have, what, how motivated you are, how... Just how, how willing you are mm-hmm. to pursue... That ambition. And you need to be extremely disciplined and willing, very, very willing, to achieve that kind of thing. And you need to work so hard because it, there's no such thing as good enough when it comes to your dreams. Exactly. Because your dreams are not going to be accomplished either way. You, so many people want these like exceptional things that you want. A lot of it is material. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people just like want like acknowledgement or recognition for something that they've worked very hard on, that they've are very proud of. Yeah. I feel that way. Like, I've just written a short story and I'm hoping to send it out to some kind of magazine somewhere, but mm-hmm. I've, you know, I'm, I've, I've scared myself sometimes and I think like, am I even, am I even good enough? But that's but the I thing. Can't, I, I can't, like, like, I can't distract myself with those kind of thoughts either because it's just like, yeah. it's so subjective. Art in this, yeah, art in general. Asking, it's so subjective. Yeah. And if someone likes it, someone else could hate it. Mm-hmm. Just like some people might like this podcast, other people might turn this shit off the second they fucking hear our voice. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> honestly, it's as long as I work hard, yeah, and it makes me happy. I feel like I've done the best that I can do in that moment. Like maybe I feel like there's room for improvement, but that's that's also a good thing too. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, that's always the case. There's always room for improvement, no matter what you do, mm-hmm. no matter how good you are at something. Like you'd always do something like maybe a bit better. But I feel like before. us as like and, but that, quote, that, quote unquote artists, I feel like we're always getting better. That's the thing. Yeah. Especially because we're always practicing our craft. Every project we make is one step closer. And that's what it to is. To our like, ten thousand like hours. Yeah, and you can't. Yeah, ten thousand hours. Ten thousand hours, hours to become a master to become exactly. like excellent at something. And exactly. the thing is, you can't be discouraged, not by mm-hmm. other people, and definitely yeah. not by yourself. Yeah. Not by never. Mm-hmm. You can't do that because you will become your own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. If you just repeat over and over to yourself, oh, I'm not good enough. Or like, what if I'm not good enough? Mm-hmm. Like, this is, this is bullshit. Like, no one's going to want to read this. No one's going to want to listen to this. No one's going to want to see this. You can't think that. Yeah. You can't. Because you need to keep working and working and working and working until you've achieved such a high standard of just like... You can tell when something, when love has been put into something. Mm-hmm. When true passion... I keep using that word. That's an important word. Word of the day, passion. What your passion has been put into a project. And you can tell when it was like kind of half-assed and not really like... Yeah. It's not special. You can tell when something's special. Mm-hmm. And if something's not special at first, it can be made into something special. It just, it just takes that know-how, that knowledge, which is gained over time, 10,000 hours, whatever. And it takes the dedication, the discipline, and the drive. The triple Ds of success, if you ask me. <laughs> All right, back to what we were saying. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So then, all right, essentially, then I did film. Um, then skip ahead to senior year. We're going to start in two days. 
And yeah, we're getting yeah. yeah here last we year, yeah. senior year, dude. Um, I don't even. Want, I don't want to talk about that just yet. And yeah, my plans for the future because that's always yeah. No, that's another podcast. That's, I mean, that's, that's another. another that's another. Episode. Well, that is another podcast. Well, this is the the podcast. The podcast. Another episode of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. What are ask me some questions? What are other like things pe- you think people should know about me? Oh, yeah, I'm 21. You know, I'm well, the thing is, you, you mentioned earlier that you started working at 18. Mm. I, feel like the, I feel like that's an episode of... No, 15. Oh, they said 18. I no, 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 no. I misheard no, you. 15. I'm sorry. Okay. But I feel like that's an episode, that's an episode we should talk about. Jobs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lots of little things yeah, that we yeah, want to yeah, expand yeah. on uh-huh. in a later episode. Uh-huh. Again, um, just thank you for listening to us ramble and figure ourselves out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what, what, what's something that you wanted to say? Like, what... Mm. I mean... Okay, what has helped you... What has been, like, the biggest thing that has helped you, like, feel more motivated as a person? Having Amadeo as a friend. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Be somebody. Be somebody. Um, I don't know. I would say... I don't, I'm, not, I'm trying to think of, like, things that they should know about you and I. Because it's, like, their first introduction to who we are. You know? Okay. Like, I, I don't think we should go that deep yet. You know, well, I mean, like, this, this is who we are. We're two like, young men. We're, we're trying to figure ourselves you know, out. This is like our, like our, this is like our first date. You know, our first date. <laughs> we're getting to know one another. You know. <laughs> I guess so, but I mean, you can still have like good conversations mm-hmm. during all throughout your first date. That's true. On That's true. The matter of the first date, mm-hmm. the quality of the first date, and yeah. like your first date. <laughs> That's true. And the person that you're with, but I mean, that's kind of irrelevant. Um, Literally just. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say, say about myself. Say anything. Like you're. Um, I like film. <laughs> yeah, we know that. We know um, that. Um. Oh no, I have a production company I just started. Okay, talk about that. Yeah. So. I thought me, you wanted to put that on break on like a hold though. On a hold? No. You're going full steam. Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> we're we're slightly working. Well, yeah, I started a production so busy company anyway. with my, uh, film partner Andy. Shout out Andy. Um. <laughs> Shouting out everyone on this podcast. My grandma. Uh, yeah, we just I we literally just started like a month ago. Um, we've been creating stuff since we were freshmen. Um, and yeah, I mean, kind of nerve wracking. Well, yeah, I feel I feel, I feel like I've always kind of been ready or or had the idea to kind of be my own boss. Well, then. And and now that it's kind of starting, it's kind of like okay, like I'm responsible for my future. Well, I mean, I've been responsible for my future, but responsible for my finance and that's so cool like that's yeah. that's what i would like personally mm-hmm. for my own life to work for myself it's possible it's possible oh it's very possible yeah it's difficult very it's certainly difficult. not easy mm-hmm. but it's worth the effort yeah as long as what you're doing is what you want to be doing mm-hmm. whatever that might be and that could be anything at all in fact i was i was talking to somebody yesterday at like a little event that i went to after the, the freshman event <laughs> yeah a little bit and she <laughs> yeah. told me that she wanted to be a trainer of service animals, mm. dogs specifically. Okay. And so, like, when you first hear that, I personally thought that, like, that's, like, a very noble yeah. pastime. Not a pastime. Occupation. Mm-hmm. That's the appropriate word. Occupation. Because, I mean, I've, I've never really spoken to anybody else that has said that to me. Like, yeah, I want to train animals to help other people with mm-hmm. any kind of disabilities. And I think that's so... That's very special in its own way. And I feel like anything that anybody wants to do that really feels excited about, as long as it's a positive thing, of mm-hmm. course, is 
special in its own way, has that heart, has the warmth to it that makes life worth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like that's the whole worth goal of this podcast, to help someone find that warmth, passion that they're... <laughs> what, are the, what are the day passion? The warmth, yeah, passion. Uh, find and have the courage to, to go for it. Because like I was talking so before, I always... I doubted myself a lot before really committing the film. And um, you just we're here to help. I mean, that's basically what this whole podcast is about. And here's something that I've actually um, learned recently. Well, not really learned. I've read about it recently. I, don't, I wanted to talk to you about this because I'm not sure if I really agree with it. Mm-hmm. You, you can say like if you want to talk about this and discuss this in a later podcast okay. episode. But I have read that some people say that to follow your passion or to follow your passion, follow your dreams is some of the worst advice that you can receive. Do you agree or disagree? Well, it depends the context. Well, just somebody saying, like, I don't know, like a random motivational speaker, like your coworker or whoever mm-hmm. it is, like your friend. Like, yeah. follow your dreams, man. I, f- I feel like there's... Just follow your passion, man. Yeah, I feel like that's very... Because, like, I mean, you could say, like, follow your dreams if you... To anyone, and anyone can be like, okay, I'm going to do this. But I feel like at the same time, you kind of have to think about it, like... Like, logistically, like, is this, like, you, like, yeah. for me, like, for example, when I did, I'm, I'm going to talk about me, because, I mean, that, that's all I really know, you know, my history. Well, yeah, or, so like, talk about yourself, that's the point. So, before I did film, like, I, you know, I sat down, I researched it, I was saying, seeing how much jobs are available yearly, what's the average of how much money is made by, uh, I mean, by the, back then, I wanted to do just camera yes. work. And you do that because... The mm-hmm. thing is, like, while... Because you have to be... You have to be... You, you have to know that it's going to it's gonna support you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't just be like, I'm going to drop out or I'm going to quit my job and... Like, start a vlog or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, take photos and yeah, vlog. Yeah, yeah. Because it, the thing is, it's it's not that simple. It's never that simple. Mm-hmm. And by saying, like, follow your dreams, follow your passions, that makes it a very simple thing. Exactly. But it's not. Because, yeah, it's like, not. me, for example, I love to be a writer. I love to be a full-time writer. Mm-hmm. But I'm unpublished. I'm unestablished. No one knows me. No one knows my name. Mm-hmm. No one knows my work. And so even if it's, like, the greatest thing that someone's ever read at a certain point, like, my reputation follows me. And since I have no reputation, there's nothing to follow me. So they're like, I don't know if I'm really ready to take this risk on you. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. That's just, like, one aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I need to know that because, like, being a full-time writer to get there is so, it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard, and it takes a lot of luck. Yeah. And so I feel like if something demands luck, a large amount of luck because luck exists mm-hmm. it does uh, maybe I don't know it's... of talent who you know the time yeah. the timing the timing I think timing is well, another big the thing the timing you can probably say luck is timing yeah that's yeah yeah I think all those factors add into it but I think the idea of follow follow your dreams and your passion I would say take it with a grain of salt where I mean, I always had a backup plan in the back of my head. Like, I'm, I was always thinking, I, I'll do this if this doesn't work out. Or I'll do this or that. So I feel like you should always do that. I mean, even if you're in a position not like us that we're in college, but you're working a job 40-plus hours, um, you know, I mean, if you're really passionate about it and it's your dreams, then when you get out of, out of work at 5 p.m., go back home and start the grind. Yeah, and you start the grind instead mm-hmm. of flopping down on your couch. You're not just going to... No quit and it's gonna happen next week like you you no, exactly. have to be working for it exactly because you know mm-hmm. wishing for it exactly. wishes are lazy bro 
there's nothing going to happen by, wish, by wishing mm-hmm. anything. Exactly. Because you need to put in the effort. And it's so easy, especially, like, if your job is difficult, if it's backbreaking, if it's just, like, it's so exhausting in its own way, you just come back. And the only thing you want to do is, like, like unwind. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. You just can't. You can't. Because you got to you you stay just, hungry. Think about what you really, really want. Because think of how worth it it's going to be, how good you're going to feel mm-hmm. if, like, a year down the road, five years down the road, however long it takes you, that you're finally, like, you wake up on your own schedule mm-hmm. doing the thing that you love to do. So go to your 9 to 5. Ugh. No, no your, let's not use that word. I hate when people say that. 9 well, to that's 5. That's the typical hour. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why it's Yeah, there. I mean, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's, but yeah, yeah. It's, is it a cliche? Mm-hmm. Yes, because yeah. people use it so much. Because those are the typical hours that people go to work. Mm-hmm. Like an average job. Yeah. So go to your average ass job, mm-hmm. come home, do something exceptional, above average, distinctive. Exactly. You know, impactful. Mm-hmm. And that's not to like make anybody feel bad. That's mm-hmm. not to insult you. That's not to shit on your average job, whatever that might be. I don't know mm-hmm. you and you're only getting to know me. But the thing is, I want, I want you to be able to realize that you can do anything that you want to. You can't do everything, though. But you can do anything. You truly can. It just it depends on how hard you're willing to work for it. And you got to be willing to work harder. Not necessarily than everyone else, because that's when you're going to start comparing yourself to other people, which I think is a waste of time. You just need to be willing to work harder than you've ever worked in your entire life. You should exactly. only ever compare yourself to yourself, to your past self. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I feel like you shouldn't be too hard on yourself no definitely about. not definitely yeah. not because like I can't say like oh man yesterday I woke up at 10 in the morning I'm mm-hmm. such a lazy piece of shit no you can't say that mm-hmm. I mean it's kind of harsh but <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, harsh. Uh, like all right, tomorrow you know what? I'm gonna wake up yeah. at 6 30 uh-huh. I think it's like what can you do better what can you do that's gonna like help mm-hmm. you out you have 24 hours in a day you can definitely make a lot of progress within that amount of time and we we sleep hopefully you sleep for like 8 to 10 hours of that day of those mm-hmm. 24 hours. Yeah. Um, obviously, not everything is perfect and falls into place exactly the way that it should and you might get less sleep or do something mm-hmm. differently or whatever. You just, as long as you put in the time, the energy, the love, the passion <laughs> every day, you're Dang, gold. Yeah. You're gold. You're going to mm-hmm. get there. You really are. So, I really think so. So moral of the story, follow your dreams. <laughs> Be somebody. Be somebody. Be somebody, bro. And on that note, I think that's a that's a good wrap. Up uh, yeah, for, yeah uh, that's a good start. That's a good it's start. It's a real good start. Uh, so epi- this episode. was episode zero of the Be Somebody podcast. We're Be Somebody Billions. You can follow us on Instagram if you're listening to us on whatever audio streaming service that might be. Mm-hmm. If you're watching us on YouTube, what's up? Thank you for looking at us, <laughs> for joining us for a moment, hanging out. If uh, you're listening to us on your commute, whatever your destination, thank you for making us, allowing us into uh, your life mm-hmm. for this little bit so my name is Amadeo my name is Enrique this is Be Somebody thank you for tuning in